I'm like Goldberg, headbutting door. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. Uh, do you think the Undertaker and Bray Wyatt get physical at WrestleMania? I think so. I don't think it's a full-fledged match or nothing, but maybe a segment or something. Oh, damn it, one more, and I'll tell you why. Don't end your career in front of nobody in a makeshift graveyard. That's fair. That's all I'm like. I was thoroughly entertained by that match, but I get your point. It doesn't fit that historical. But anywho, uh, the Becky Lynch and Bayley still cage match. Ooh, we gotta take a break. Okay. 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 Just please. (laughs) All right. Uh, Welcome back, everybody, to another fine edition of To the Turnbuckle. And and guess who finally decided to show up? He. You know, he he was he had just been dumpster diving, and then realized it was the time to to come back and and, and do the show. Uh, and he he is absolutely the main man, Hot Wheels himself. He's Travis Snapper full time. Even how are you, Mister Napper? I even put on my good pants. I even put on my good pants to do dumpster diving. It's these uh, Christmas wearing the last sweatpants we did this show. The last time we did this show. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, 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 and who? Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. So it's it's great to hear your beautiful uh dulcet tones and your voice and uh again we did not we did not folks. We did not invent piss and vinegar, but we sure perfected it. We did not invent the middle finger, but we have perfected it. And we did not invent wrestling podcasting and we are working on perfecting it. You won't find three better personalities. We are the show by the fans for the fans because that's what we are at the end of the day. We're wrestling fans. Speaking of middle fingers, I got a really good one earlier in my personal vehicle. Oh, it was good. great. I, I when I if I like when someone because I don't drive as you know, but I like when someone does it uh, middle finger in the vehicle and they hit the me they hit the windshield. <laughs> I like to hear the finger. Click I mean, this thing the, was long. Yeah. I yelled at him. I like fun. I like when someone clicks the fingers up against the windshield, like hit it so hard it's boom. <laughs> Anywho, let's get back to talking uh, Monday Night Raw, Raw X X X. Hell yeah! Uh, uh, all right, so we just talked about. It. I want to get your thoughts, Mister Napper. Uh, the Undertaker's return to uh, help Bray Wyatt dispose of LA Knight. Thoughts on that American Badass return and uh, the moment that everyone's kind of talking about that segment is what in the world did he, he whisper and what do you think that's leading to? Go ahead. Uh, the, the beginning part of it, Chef's Kiss. Absolutely Chef's Kiss because Badass back. That was interesting. I am a little bit disappointed because I like rolling and we didn't get rolling, rolling, rolling. We got whatever that song is that they're using now, but uh, that's a, I'll let that's it go. a kid rock. I was going to say, wasn't it too. the American Badass? Yeah. All right, yeah, it's like the second. Yeah, I think it was. But I'll let it slide because it is. It's still a good song, but I, you know, I miss Dead Man Walking. So, uh, but as far as the the thing that everybody's talking about with Bray and Taker. I have no idea what he whispered to him. I know what he tweeted out afterwards, and I think some people are thinking that's what he said to him. I don't think that's what he said to him. But where does it go? I would be shocked if it doesn't at some point maybe result in one more match. I think we all said, you know, back whenever COVID was really rampant, that one of the last matches that we could maybe see out of the Undertaker was against Bray Wyatt, and it could be even cinematic if they were going to do that. Um, 
I would I wouldn't mind seeing that. The only exception I think that you would have to make is you got to make it one of the hybrid cinematic matches that they did once upon a time. Uh, I think the last one they did was like Bray and Randy where they fought inside a house and then they made it into the ring. That one wasn't executed as well. I think they could do a lot better with it this time around. But if I had to dream match where this is headed, that's where I'm going with this, is Bray Wyatt versus The Undertaker whenever. I'm not saying it's going to happen in the next 12 months. Lord knows when it's going to happen. It's definitely not going to happen at this Mania, I'm convinced. But next Mania, who knows? Uh, I think the only way it happens at, at this Mania is if Vince uh, grabs the, the pin. Um, I don't, I'm not going to allow myself to think about Undertaker matches under a Triple H regime because I think he's got just too much respect for where Taker is physically to even probably bother him with it. Where I think Vince is like, yeah, but damn it, it'd be really good, pal. Um, so it's, I mean, just look at the segment last night. Taker barely got physical. The most he got physical was a choke slam and it wasn't even so a choke slam. I, do. I, I just think that, uh, that Triple H has got too much respect for, for where Taker is at physically. Um, but again, it's like I, I said to, to McCarthy before you, uh, came on, it's tough to know where everything's heading right now, because even though, even if we know where everything is heading from a Triple H perspective, there's a there's an uncomfortable kind of shadow in the background named Vince McMahon, and it's like he could decide to to take back over at any point he wants, and so it's just hard to know. Uh, it's hard to be as invested in WWE television. You and I have talked about it because you know it, I have a hard time buying the fact that he's going to let a WrestleMania go by without him booking it for ego's sake. I, I I just just because that's what this is all about. He can't uh, though, at least it, for so, now. So, well, I mean, what, what what can't he do? Uh, he can do anything. Well, he can't be head of he can't be Why? head of creative because Triple H is head of creative, and he would have to step down for uh, Vince to take Vince over. Making that happen, he just made it in the bylaws where he can do whatever he wants without board uh, approval. He does. He made it in the huh? bylaws where he can do whatever he wants without board approval. There's. That's for selling. That's not for day-to-day the activities. Board doesn't approve who the head of creative is. No, but Nick Khan does. Nick Khan is 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 certainly in the is certainly in the back pocket of of Vince McMahon. Uh, if you do, we well, know that sure for we certain. don't. But if you look at his interview with the Ringer, it was pretty kiss ass of Vince McMahon. It was his interview with the Ringer was pretty kiss ass. Um, Right, but even still, Nick Khan would have to authoritate that and would have to sign off on Triple H either A, stepping away from that position, or B, getting moved somewhere else, which if that happens, I can tell you with certainty that no matter what happens after that, you're going to have a problem, not just in the locker room with the talent, but I'm sure also with sure, the uh, staff. Yeah. If Nick Khan is... Forced, more, more or less, sure, to make a I decision think like that. I think, uh, so for right now, to me, Vince can't do anything until they sell. I, I think. Um, well, well, let's. All right, I've got my view. He's got. His, what's your view? What's is there anything stopping "quote unquote" Vince McMahon from being like, "Hey, this is. I'm going to take this over." I mean, I don't know. 
I'm not like he said. I don't know. I'm not like a a lawyer, so I don't and know ten, all the. Because when all this started, I thought well, I had a good grasp on like rules and regulations, but turns out those are rules and regulations made for us broke people. Uh, yeah. But the the Normies. rich people, I don't know the rich people rules and regulations and how all the stock market nonsense and shareholders truly work. So I'm gonna say on that front, I don't know. Well, but I'm gonna take it on face value. One second, Travis, and then you can you can tell me why I'm wrong or yell at me or something. He's got something. I just don't know what it is. But anyway, yeah. I'm gonna take what they have both said, Triple H and Vince McMahon at face value and say that there is no plan right now. For Vince McMahon to take her over creative because he is happy with what Triple H is doing. Which means the ratings are fine and USA isn't bitching and Fox isn't bitching. So Vince is like... I don't hey. know. The way they cut off last night, they clearly don't have a lot of faith. What do you mean? Jeez. That thing went 11 sharp. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen them go 11 sharp in probably 20 years. Well, what was on after it? It sure as hell wasn't slap fighting. Barmageddon. Barmageddon. Oh, well, see, you got to start that on time. They're still trying to get that show over. That's why they're the lead in. That's why AEW is the lead in in this stupid slap box thing. Look, I don't, look, I got to tell you, I liked that slap fight thing. Look, it's funny, but like, I like Barmageddon. I think Barmageddon's more entertaining. No, I'd rather watch the slap fight. No, but I want to. I like Barmageddon because I feel like I would not do any of those things well drunk at a bar, but I would like to try. I find that entertaining. And I, this is speaking from Logan a, would have liked one of the episodes. What? Logan would have liked one of the episodes. It had Clint Boyer and Jimmy oh, yeah, Johnson on it. I need to go check that out on demand. But like, never. And this is a guy that got in the ring. I'd only get slapped in the face in the ring. I'm not. I'm not snotty. I don't either. Look, um, I'm, this is going to sound far especially worse. by the ballets on the outside because they're really good at it. This is this is going to sound far worse than the mean it, but uh, but in context, it's not that horrible. But this statement by itself is horrible. I've always been a liker of violence. Like we we watch wrestling. We all have. Like like I'm in, like like I'm an ECW guy, and so like. Uh, and I and right wrestling at its at its at its most primal is there's a and, violence to it. and and the way it's disappeared from every streaming and television screen in the industry you would think Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote was the most violent thing that has ever graced our televisions that's because that's Tom because, and Jerry yeah, that disappeared too um, that's because people today are Oh, no, those disappeared long before because, you know, I can't be a parent and I can't tell my kid that that fake coyote on TV, if it was real life, if it fell off a cliff, it would die. But, so, yeah. Bombs Against TV or whatever that group is called that just hates everything. Lovely people. (laughs) Uh, I don't think they are. Well, I'm, but. Try to ruin our fun. Well, hey, they may want to sponsor this podcast someday. So. I am perfectly fine telling them uh, but yeah, yeah, I just like I'm like mothers against drug drivers. Hell yeah, like, bring it on. Like I think mothers against TV. Get out of here. Like, Find something to do. Like things that it's most primal <laughs> are interesting <laughs> to me to watch. And so yeah, I liked the slap fight thing. That doesn't mean I condone Dana White's recent actions with when he was testing it out on his wife. But like at the end of the day, it, it uh um you know I, I I enjoyed it. I'll probably keep watching just for the sheer. 
shock value. Why do people listen to Howard Stern? Is it because they hate everything he ever says, or it's just like, what else is he gonna say? Yeah, what is he gonna say? Yeah, so I mean, it's so yeah, I don't. Or first take. I, I, so yeah, same thing. Like Stephen A. says a lot of wild, wild shit, man. Skip before uh, that. And, yeah. And Does anybody recall when it was called cold pizza? I do. Yes. 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 No, cold. I don't. You don't recall what it that what before it was ESPN yeah. first take. It was cold pizza. Cold, yeah, cold pizza. No, I remember Sports Nation, but I don't remember. I don't remember cold that. pizza, buddy. That's my favorite. Yeah. Cold pizza. All right. Yeah, I do like a little cold pizza. Uh, so DX and Kurt Angle squared off with Imperium. Uh, the steel cage match with the women never happened. Uh, I enjoyed the DX Imperium. I enjoyed it a lot because I. I I, I, I was too. nervous they were going to bury him like they did FTR five years ago, and they didn't. Thank God. Um, and so that was that was humorous and fun. You know what else was humorous and fun? And bad. Oh, oh what, Kurt! Like they pretended like Kurt yeah. didn't walk out in the middle <laughs> of all of them, and he almost said "badass Billy Gunn." Like that was perfect. Can we get? Can we get? Can we get Daddy Ass on? Dude, I'm today? sure if Triple H was like, "Look, can I just borrow him for a day?" Yeah. I, I don't. Didn't they try that they though? They don't, work, they don't work Mondays anyway. So. I I think the only thing that got in the way of that is he was booked at an angle on AEW television. Yeah. Of course, I don't. I th- I think that he's so prominent in this tag team like feud with the Gun Club and and the acclaimed that probably not right now, but maybe if he's not involved on screen like that, but still working backstage, I think it could happen. Fam- family therapy coming up this Wednesday. I can't, I'm so excited. It's going to turn out so well. It's going to turn out so stupid. It's going to be oh, so God. great. It's going to, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. If it is half as good as Daniel Bryan and Kane was, um, it's okay. It's fine. All right, we'll see how it goes. If it's worse than half as good, damn it. See how, we'll, see we gave it a shot. we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. So, uh, I mean, it, it's got a, that's a, that's a lot to live up to if you don't have a doctor, uh, well, whatever I mean, his name was. That, when you throw out this storyline, I only have one frame of reference for it. That's it. That's it's all about frame of reference. Um, so, all right. Uh, any thoughts on DX Kurt Angle situation? See. Longest setup to a joke I think I've ever seen on WWE television. Yeah. It was just a running continuous joke. <laughs> I wonder who we can get to come out and appreciate this. Well, oh, it's so great. That's so on brand for Degeneration X. Like that's they didn't try to fix yeah. the wheel or. I, you know, I found myself agreeing with most things that Jenkins said. He's not. He's not. Like, I love DX, but he is not wrong. Like, everything that he said is 100% correct. And you know what? It's the same thing as when Chris feuded with Sean. He was right, damn it, and he gets booed for it. Imperium is right, damn it, and they are booed for it. But Fickle fans, I say. But this, in my view, is why they should have held off on the 25th anniversary DX celebration because literally we just saw them, like, six weeks ago. And so it didn't but Hunter have... wasn't there. Yes, he was. No. He, he oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Oh, that was the other one that he wasn't there. Yeah. They've done like three. Sorry. They got him in trouble They've for talking about. They've done a amount of, of like DX reunions lately. And that's fine. Like, no one loves nostalgia more than me. But but at the same time, it's not as nostalgic when you saw it six weeks ago. Just like Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, like, 
I just told you for your birthday celebration. It's not quite but as that was his birthday. It, it it just to I'm 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 only nitpicking here, but that's kind of what the show is, right? Uh, I just think that look, if we're going to use those guys, then we should we should have a little bit of foresight of um you know the 25th anniversary of all is coming up. Might want to hold off on. I guess they okay, but but to 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 be fair, they could have. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Back when a lot of these shows were written, other than the last time when they had DX appreciation evening, most of those were written by a dude that likes to show up at three o'clock in the afternoon and rip up the script. Sure. So there's no, there's never been a for, you know, forward thinking as far as oh, we're going to use DX here, but the, the but we can't use them here, here, and here because this one done forgot about six weeks ago. Sure, but the but the two I'm but the two I'm referencing <laughs> was not booked by that guy. Well, I know, but I mean that was DX Appreciation Night. This is this is Raw Thirty. You can't. It's like omitting Hulk Hogan or not at least showing a graphic of Chris Jericho. Degeneration X was a big part of Raw. It's no, about celebrating right, Raw. Right. So no, what I'm saying is, is since we knew that was coming up in about six, seven weeks or whatever it was, hold off on that 25th anniversary celebration of DX and do it last night. But. But wait, but it was six weeks ago. So, but the twenty fifth anniversary of DX was last year in twenty twenty two. You can't do it in twenty twenty three. Well, no, we act like we can't just make shit up. I mean, they could, but they didn't want to. Like they don't. This year isn't WrestleMania forty. They could have because they did technically. It's only I'm only the same age as WrestleMania because there was a year in between one and two. Not quite, not quite in my view, the same thing. We're, yes, we're, that's how I keep track of what number WrestleMania is. We're, we're talking about a business that we're talking about a business that has an undead mortician in the Hall of Fame. Also, his burned alive brother that has no burns anymore. Um, also, things he, heal. Uh, all, all, not severe burns when he burned in a house fire. Uh, like, like we can go. Maybe Halavera's gotten stronger. I'm Who knows? saying there's a, yes, you're right. For a, for a story thing like WrestleMania, we don't we can't smudge that. There's that's too ingrained. But all kidding aside, we could have held off six weeks on it. I mean, I don't know. DX has like lasted longer than some marriages. Holy could we really just fudge the numbers? Holy <laughs> shnikes, you're not gonna let me have this one at all. Are you? No. Uh, all right. That's nope. Because holy shnikes, try having an opinion. Uh, I'm just along for the ride, guys. Um, yeah. Uh, Char- Charlotte uh, came out. Uh, Alexa Bliss delivered a warning to Bianca Belair. I hope this is the end of the Bianca Belair era, but we'll see. Me too. Kevin Owens stunned the Miz twice. Thought we could have cut that segment, really. Probably. Like, I guess it's not a brawl reunion without a stunner, but. You know what I'm upset about? Uh, Bianca Belair didn't say you don't go here to Sonya Deville. That's upsetting. I like that line. That's because he... But she does. She doesn't... She was on Raw last night. Sonya Deville's on SmackDown. That's because nobody cares about the brand split. Um, But I don't... And also because Sonya was like the boss of both shows. That was a year year and a half ago. Long, long time. I it's know, but believe how quickly she could still go on Raw. But she's on SmackDown. She can go on Raw, but she still deserves to be told that she don't go here. Napper, if you can't tell, he's in no mood to give an inch today. 
So, I can uh, tell. So, so we might just want to move it along because McCarthy <laughs> will keep you here all day arguing about. You don't go here. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like corn dogs fighting for kennel space in this piece. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Uh, this is what happens when we take a break. Did you guys talk about the opening segment? Uh, yeah, yeah, I assume. We yeah, we it. talked about it. Yeah, we chatted about it. Um, that was great. Yeah, that's that's fun. Um, and so Brock Lesnar made his earth-shattering return. Uh, Austin Theory defeated Bobby Lashley thanks to Brock Lesnar coming back out. Called that one. Ha ha, napper. Um, you know what was nice that about I, that? I called it. That's what was nice. Well, no, that like. It was pretty good. Um, and when we took this sabbatical, our holiday break that we do yearly, yep. I didn't watch wrestling like I had to critique it. And so, like, my brain wasn't really working as far as seeing Brock Lesnar coming out. Like, I wasn't, I was just kind of sitting there watching it. And you, how many times do you find yourself just watching it? You're always trying to look for something because of the show we do so we actually know talk about but you're just kind of sitting there i guess in the moment and i think maybe part of that was dx because that felt that felt more like dx than the dx reunion did for for me it felt like that core group acting how they did just a little less childish that really brought me into this really brought me into the show and i wasn't thinking like we all do like in the main event, how much time do they have left? Or, oh, I bet this is going to... They made this no DQ, so Brock Lesnar came out. Like, my brain wasn't going in that direction. I was just kind of watching. It was kind of nice. I took a... Yeah, I didn't even realize it was 11 o'clock. Oh, I didn't either. I, you know, I kept up with everything and, you know, watched, uh, watched oh, a lot on YouTube. I watched it all. But I took about a two, three-day break from watching, show, like, you know, show to show, because it's just like, man, there's so much. I'm just going to... I'm gonna catch what I can or want to catch, and then, you know, you might as well enjoy this this holiday break before you get back to watching every second of everything that they ever do. But I, I mean, I guess that's what I'm saying. I did enjoy it yeah. because I watch it differently when I'm not like planning for the show. Yeah, yeah, well, I, and I don't mind that. That's that's, right. that's what we enjoy doing. But, but it's it's sometimes yeah, it's a nice yeah. and refreshing to sit back and just like I don't have to prep for anything. I can just turn off my brain and enjoy pro wrestling. The reality is, and, and we're very blessed to... Uh, I like doing that a lot. The reality is, and we're very blessed to of do this show. Of course you would. We're very blessed to do this show. I'm very blessed to do it with both of you, and I, and I love doing it. But the reality is, there is certain weeks and certain periods where there is a chore aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Not doing the show per se, for me. I love doing the show. But the amount of wrestling. The amount of wrestling that we have to, to watch and, and that we try to show respect to is extremely um, uh, fatiguing during some periods, especially during the summer months. Gets oh, yeah. hard, uh, but it's. Uh, but I like the fact that we're kind of in this, uh, in this, uh, you know, in this miserable boat together. I like the fact that the, the three of us overall are like, well, we're sticking with it, and you know, kind of riding through the storm. It, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice commodity to it. It really, I, I like that a lot. Um, I don't know where we're going with Lesnar and Lashley. Like, they're not booked for the Rumble, officially. I don't know if, like, Lesnar and Lashley are going to be at the Rumble and then one eliminates the other and pays off to a Mania match. I, I think they should just uh, eliminate each other. I feel like... Yeah, I feel like you have to do that at this point. Because, I mean, the, the feud's already established, so I think 
if you have them both in the rumble, one guy gets to be dominant until the other guy comes out, and then since they're both tall as shit, it won't be hard to do a little smalls and force each other to flip over <laughs> the ropes real quick and fight to the back and call it a day. Um, and that's your WrestleMania setup right there. Okay, so you think we're getting Lesnar and Lashley at Mania? I, sure. Yeah, for sure. I All think right. that's... It's a story they've been trying to tell for a couple few months, and as impressive as the last time Brock Lesnar was in the Rumble is, we really don't want to see that again. There's a because and there's a lot of favorites that are smaller than Brock. There's a lot of people that I think that would hurt like detrimentally too if Brock Lesnar destroyed everybody again this year. So you just get them out of the way real quick. Yeah, maybe they. Uh, maybe they give him give him like five or six eliminations. Yeah, I, yeah, I would have. Yeah, I'd have ah, one come on. and then fight like hell for that, like, three minutes. And, uh, what say you? You know, speaking of one and two, one of the best rumbles was when Chris and Sean started one and two. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, those early no, I, I know that, you know, in kayfabe, no one likes those early numbers, but I love when, when people come in early. And, I mean, think about the way that AJ Styles stole the show at, like, three mm-hmm. uh, that year. He did. Ray Mysterio. Yeah, uh, Ray Mysterio. Rick Flair was the third entrant in the uh, 92 Royal Rumble. We of course know Shawn Michaels coming from one like twice and, and yep the the second time was with Chris the first time was leading to WrestleMania twelve where the Boyhood Dream came true the Boyhood Dream all right so we talked most of Raw thirty uh, I want to give you Napper the chance to touch on whatever you want to touch on here before we move on is there anything Raw thirty you want to talk about. Or otherwise, uh, we talked a lot about the Vince news. Yeah, for five minutes. Uh, what do you need? Uh, you, you have the floor. Uh, how about the tag team match to start uh, out? Uh, yeah. Um, um, McCarthy does not believe that the X was a work. I don't either. I Do you believe the X was a work? I... I, at this point, I do. I part of me wonders if it was m- not meant to be, and then unfortunately ended up being a work. I think the end result was always the plan. I'm just curious whether or not they got there by a way they didn't mean to get there. But if it is a work, I have a huge problem with yeah, that. Let's let's get on let's get in on that. Why uh, I think uh, McCarthy's uh, draining a kidney. Um. You know, I, I, too, I have a serious problem with that. I think that's a secret line. You know, we work these local ASWA shows that we're blessed to work, and, I mean, it's very clear that that's a sacred line. If that gets thrown up, there's a major problem. I think there is a certain, you know, I think there's a certain lowbrow um, to booking that. Uh, what, what, say, what say you? If that, in fact, was at work, what are your thoughts? If it's a work... I understand the shock factor of using that, but like you just said, that that's a sacred thing that you know usually signifies um, very serious things. It, it's like uh, I'll use an exa- I'll use a comparison. Uh, Demar Hamlin in in football right now plays for the Buffalo Bills. Just recently, you know, last couple of months had a very serious cardiac issue, and. On the week, I think the week he uh, was better and everything, and they were actually. You saw some teams have some players that did some CPR celebrations. My team included. Uh, You don't do that. 
you don't do that. That's a line you don't cross. Like you, you don't make. It's more or less making fun of that situation. And I think this is kind of one of those times where if that's a work, to me, that's one of those like thumb in your nose at the, at, at a situation like that. That that's could be potentially very serious. So I, I hope it's not a work, but I'm not holding my breath. All right. Um, and then finally, because uh, he just gave his thoughts, uh, McCarthy, on if he thought it was a work or not the X. He believes it was. Do you have any rebuttal to that? I think you're crazy. Why? Because if it's a work now, what do you guys use next time? Not everybody's always filled in on what's a work and what's not. So you're meaning to tell me real medical personnel now, okay, is it real, is it not? No, that's delaying care. I, I don't think it's a smart idea. You don't you don't kayfabe that shit. It's been the signal for a serious injury for decades now. Why why all of a sudden make it an angle? Cause that's happened we'll that's happened out. in wrestling before. It happened with Owen. Is this an angle? The Rock had to force the ambulance people to go out there because they didn't know. You can't fuck around with that shit. Now, would it have made a difference with Owen? Probably not. But that's not the point. The point is when you have something established like that, that this is serious shit right now, you don't fuck with that method. You just don't. That's why I'm saying I hope it's not. I really do, but... I I saw a lot of people bring up the fact that they barely even checked on him before they threw that up. Well, uh, I, I've seen that as well, but we also don't know what what uh, what Jimmy Uso said. You know, he might he might have known that. Like, look, I don't know what exactly, but something is something's wrong. Uh, you know, Especially he, the amount of knee injuries he's had. Yeah. He, you know, he he might have. You know, well, it looked like an ankle thing. He was grabbing at his knee when he was on the on the ground, I believe. Was he? I thought he was grabbing his ankle. So, um, you know, it's weird. We're in a tough spot here because, like, I hope it wasn't work because I don't want to be hurt, but I hope it wasn't work because that's such a sacred line to not cross, in my view. Um, so we'll see what happens, and, and, and we'll see where the story goes. Um, you know, it, it is. It's, it's a – I don't know what to hope for in that case. <laughs> I don't. All right, so – <laughs> All right, so we've given a lot of thoughts on Raw 30. What, what uh, when you give your overarching thoughts, and Napper, I'll start with you, was there anything you wanted to see that you didn't see? Was there anybody back that you thought should have been back that wasn't or things that should have been done differently? Uh, you know, any comments on on the Bella's criticism, and not just the Bella's criticism, they got it started, but now, um, you know, WWE deserve Women Deserve Better has been trending on Twitter about the last 12 hours or so. Uh, you know, any thoughts on what, whether it's related to the women or not, or somebody you wanted to see that you expected to see that didn't show, or something they could have done differently? Any overarching thought? Go ahead. Uh, I don't think there was anybody that I didn't see, that I didn't see that I thought I would. They pretty much ran through the gauntlet of pretty popular people. Um, maybe Edge. I know he's possibly still injured, but. Maybe an appearance by Edge. Uh, 
I know Randy's dealing with his thing, so he probably was never going to show up. That would have probably been cool to see. Um, as far as the Bella's comments go, I, I can understand their frustration. Um, here's the thing. I, I don't think that they got snubbed by any means. Uh, was the cage match issue unfortunate and kind of bad? Yes, it was. and it, They should have handled that better. Uh, but I'm sorry, the bloodline is the hottest storyline in WWE at the moment, selling probably the most merch and then is gaining the most attention. You're not going to tell that segment to cut time or, you know, save time. If they want to go over, they're probably going to be given the right to go over because they just are that popular. Sammy, all of them. And so... Yeah, it sucks when people's matches get cut, and it sucks when they have to try to find a way to scramble that. I think, if anything, they did them a solid by still letting them go out there. It could have got cut entirely. We've seen that happen to the men plenty of times. They still let them go out there. They still let them have a moment, and it's set up for a potential match down the line. I I understand, I agree with you that the whole point of putting the cage out there you know, what's the point at that point? But sometimes that's the, that's the hand you're dealt. Um, I, I don't think that the women were underutilized either during that show. You had Medusa in the poker segment. Yeah, could it have been better? Sure. But at least she was there, and I thought she was funny, and it was a good segment. Um, the Sonya and Bianca match. Yeah, it wasn't well-received. Um that's on booking, and I'm not just going to put that on Hunter. I'm going to put that on Vince and everybody that was in creative at that time because I'm sorry. We haven't done a good job of booking Sonya Deville or anybody else that's not named Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, maybe Bailey. That's it. And Ronda Rousey. We'll, we'll throw her in. Other than that, we've never really done a good job of building up other women on the roster. That's the real problem, is there's not been any good build-up to any of these women. And especially with Sonya Deville, who is probably one of the more legit wrestlers that they have on that women's roster if they actually give her the chance instead of having her do this character that doesn't really get her over. It did for a while, but it doesn't anymore. And now it's just kind of, oh, it's Sonya Deville. Um, I think they also should just match, like I told you during the show. But it is what it is. Uh, but they were in three segments in the mat, in, in the night. I, I think that's more than enough. But maybe they could have gone, done more. But what, what else do you give that they've is better. Well, for one, Trish, Lita, Ivory, none of them were there. Maybe they were busy. I'm we just saying. Know. I mean, you got you got to look at it that way too. I, I mean, celebration of 30 years. Those are three of the most influential women ever to step foot in this business, especially because Ivory and Trish Stratus came in because of their looks. They had to learn how to wrestle. They had to be willing to do that. 
and they're the real people that turned this around to where women started to be respected in the ring. I'm looking at the match list. There's at least two other segments that could have been cut to give them 10 minutes. That they're definitely good. And, and I think that's what it is. It's there, There's a lot of things that, like, Kevin Owens and The Miz, we didn't need that. We didn't need Alexa Bliss warning Bianca Belair. We know it's coming. If you were going to, it's, you, like, this whole, yes, it's great that the women got a bunch of time, but they shoved everything, boom, 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 combined, like, four different storylines for no reason. You could have just had Sonya Deville come out here and talk shit and have Bianca Belair come out and want to put her in her place because it's Bianca's show because she's the Raw Women's Champion and skipped all that because the Charlotte Flair, Sonya Deville thing was great because we got to see Charlotte. We got to see Ric Flair. It would be weird if they didn't have it. But if you're cutting stuff, you got to shorten that promo. It's like there's a lot of stuff. And I'm not like, oh, my God, I can't believe they cut the women but like there, there's other options and I know it was split second we gotta make a call and they made a call well I thought here's where I thought well, Bellas made a good point I didn't think they were complaining about their lack of like spot or interest I thought they were talking about the lack of overall representation to over the last 30 years and that is accurate because uh, you know Medusa Alundra Blaze was pretty much it like you know again we are Napper you're right in the sense of we don't know their schedule but again, here's just some names we could could have seen that we did not. Lita, Trish, Stacy Keebler, Tori Wilson, perhaps. Uh, Sonny's in jail, so she's out. How about Sable, Brock Lesnar's wife? We never see her anymore. Um, you know why not? Why not there? There's there's a, there's quite a. Because the PG crowd would never allow well, it. <laughs> she doesn't need to come out with her with her, with her tits hanging out. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, but I mean, there's there are countless women that that. You know, we, we, we bust out for, like, Evolution and the Women's Rumble, usually. And, you know, Molly Holly comes to mind. Frankly, because she's not under an exclusive deal with anybody, you could have got you could have got Sasha to come back for one night. Her oh, deal she with, wanted to marry her. Well, well, why not? I mean, her deal with New Japan is not exclusive. Well, I well, just don't. I think she still has some some hard feelings towards the company itself. Well, sure, uh, but, but, you know... Well, and that see, that's where I was going to go, not even just with Sasha Banks. For all we know, how do some of those women not have issues with the company They've right now? They've been on the show fairly recently. I mean, Trish has been on in the last six months, Who? right? Six to eight months, Trish has been on TV. When? And Lita, Lita's been on TV. Frankly, you could have continued the deal you started with Impact and brought Mickey James back for one mm-hmm. night. Um, there's... Uh, I, Look, I, it's easy to armchair quarterback these legends. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'm not like yeah. freaking out. It's like, e- it's easy because three hours, like I said at the start of the show with McCarthy, three hours is insanely long and too long for a show most weeks. For a show like this, it's not enough time. It does not mean I want to watch a fourth hour, but I'm talking about as I'm writing the show, it isn't enough time because you're talking about 30 years of history of this entire brand, and someone's going to get the short end of the stick. And unfortunately, I feel like the women did get the short end of the stick. You know, but it's again, it's hard to to be fair to everybody. It's you know, what what are you going to cut? Who, who are you going to cut? 
You know, if you cut, if you either, cut Owens. Either way, when you look cut. at the card, women are getting cut. Yeah. That's why I'm not like, I can't believe you know. they cut the cage. I was disappointed, but it's like anywhere you look, somebody's yeah. getting cut. Yeah. Like, even when I brought up, I can see four or five things that can be cut or trimmed down. Three of those but, were involving women. But then it's a but then it's a screw you to the modern day roster that has to carry this thing again starting, well, really tonight with NXT. Uh, <laughs> like, like it, it is. It's such a, it's such a tough spot. So... All right, well, let's. Uh, anything else you want to touch on uh, before we talk some AEW Dynamite? Because uh, we got Dynamite, then we're going to run the ropes, then we're going to make some Royal Rumble predictions. And Napper, yeah. our predictions this year are going to count for something. We're not know, sure yet. I don't yet. know what, but the, but we're going to spend the whole year making these predictions, and someone's going to come out a winner, and then something, then something's got to happen. Yeah. Uh, so so we're going to talk a little Dynamite. Um. We could do a to the turnbuckle uh, trophy you belt. Uh, you know, or you could just bring me some lovely chicken wings when I get everything right and you get everything wrong. Um, that's that's that's. Uh, let's well, not start. At least this I would get it. Talking now. It's a long year of professional wrestling with many a show, many a show. and many a points to be had. Many a show, many a points. Let's see how this all tears. All right, let's. Uh, okay. Dynamite. Let's yeah, that's it. what we're doing. I was getting all excited about the picks because we're making a contest. Let's, let's, let's it's get not till end of the end of the show. Boy, did you take uh, Napper's role of Switzerland today? It was odd. It's been a couple of times you've kind of told me and Napper to, to use it. That's that's odd. I'm trying to take a new approach to the show this year with less yelling. You know what? I agree. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely, I actually agree. I thought there was a couple of times last we, like, week. We went wild, yeah, like, wild, like that's, man. A little, like that's a little too far. I'm entitled to my opinion. You're entitled to yours. So I'm just going to be me and no yeah. more character this yeah. year. So, so yeah, and I, quite frankly, I'm enjoying it a little bit more. That's it. I, well, quite frankly, so am I. Because I'm going to take the Cody Rhodes approach. And I'm going to start inciting rage in both of you now whenever I get to be back in studio. I hope, that, I hope that's next week, but we'll see. You would do that. Uh, we'll see. Um, all right, well, I would. Because much like Cody Rhodes, I can't allow uh, this. Look, Us not yelling at each other? I'm. This is egregious. I'm actually yes. glad. It was getting a little hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, as somebody that's super sensitive, and I make no bones about that, it was getting a little... I think we yeah. eclipsed the peak of the mountain yeah. at the last show. Yeah, yeah. it was getting, like... I was like, why did we like, yell at each other so much and like, so vehemently? Like, there was uh, either the second to last show or the last show we did. I, I left like, here pretty genuinely you, you, you would think you, like, peed yeah. in my coffee or something. <laughs> yeah, because either the second to last show we did or the last show we did, I, I can't remember, but I left you're pretty pissed off and I was like I'm glad I've got a month off coming because and that's on me because I'm a super sensitive I'm a super sensitive person that's just who I am I'm I, I take things wrong and like even if I'll know they were playing I was like but he did say that one thing that didn't feel like he was playing <laughs> uh, like I'm a super sensitive in my in, in my feels person it's just who I am and I'm trying to be very honest about oh, that yeah. with both of you uh, you know, like sometimes, Napper, I think you're too aggressive in the wrestling chat. I got to tell you. And I'm like, damn it. I'm entitled to my view. Um, it's, that, it's that keyboard superhero yeah, idea. Yeah. It's like, damn, I don't, know if, like, I don't know if you realize how bad his tone is right now, but it's wild. His tone on text his message. His tone, yeah, his tone. I don't know. Sometimes when I do every so often, every three days, look at the chat. <laughs> His tone. Sometimes you can see the angry tone in your texting. Yeah. I must learn how to do this. His tone, man. His tone. 
All right, Orange Cassidy defeated Jay Lethal to retain. <laughs> I think it's time to do something with Lethal and Jarrett. What say you? I think Lethal, Jarrett doesn't want to be involved. He wants to work in the back like he was hired to do. That's why he hasn't really been, like, he's still involved, but he, he was brought in for event promotion and getting in new territories and, 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 and. The, the backstage, you know, the, the things that, yes, he's an accomplished, experienced professional wrestler. Sure. But at the end of the day, he's also an accomplished, experienced promoter motor of wrestling television and i think that's carrying over too i think the slowly but surely since they made the new look and jared's kind of a bridge between tony khan's brain and what we see on tv i don't know if he's the final bridge or how it works but the way jared was talking on jericho's podcast he's there to grow the business even further so he's going to be used in angles because he's jeff jarrett but that's not what he's there for. Like he was like, it's totally cool to be doing this tag match, but I didn't really want to, kind of a thing. But I thought, yes, Le- something needs to be done with Jay Lethal, and Orange Cassidy is back to that. What we wanted to see, we're starting to see more aggression, more like not like he's still nonchalant walking around the back. He still carries the title on his backpack, but I think he's starting to get. Is it ruthless aggression? (laughs) (laughs) But I think he's starting to get that champion's pride part of, and and, and that's like we said before, like there was a time when we were all kind of behind Orange Cassidy. They were kind of putting the comedy to the side a little bit. He was getting a little bit more serious. He would start comedic, and then when it was time for the classic baby face Hulk up, for lack of a better term, he got serious as shit. Well, the last two weeks, that serious as shit has happened a lot faster. And I'm not saying you have to stop the comedy foolishness. No, that's who you are. That's fine. Keep toning it down. Show us that aggressive side. We know how good you are, but show us something different now. Because I've, if it was how it got him over, I was all for it. But now let's 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 make that leap, man. Because you could be the, the the amount of stuff he sells. He's like Darby Allen as far as kids love him. He sells a lot of fucking merch. Tone it back, just tone it back, just a little bit, and I think you'll go further. And you know, armchair quarterback for lack of a better term. But I just think it it emu- it the fans can accept it more. If you're not fooling around for 15 minutes, if because even Gold Dust, when it was mind games, the whole match isn't mind games. The mind games start to piss off the baby face so the heel can come back and charge to lead to the baby face comeback. So, and they need to continue to just small portions of hands and pockets and shin kicks and stuff like that. Don't take it away, but make it less prominent. Because here's the thing. I have to acknowledge the fact that he is not my cup of tea, but he's gotten over. Like, I I think his gimmick is is just, I think it's bucking futs that it's over. I really do. Bucking futs. But, but like, I don't don't see the appeal at all, but, okay. (laughs) There's no denying the merch sells and the way it is over. So that's why I'm, I've been very surprised that, that Tony has been so slow to pull the, the proverbial trigger on the fact that, like, this is arguably your most organic star not named MJF. Darby Allen from Men was cool a little bit. That's why I said Yeah, that. a little bit. Um, you know, it's 
because uh, just, you know, it's Darby Allen's going, hug me, daddy sting. Um, and so it's it's one of those things, like, why, why despite the fact it's not my thing, like, I have to acknowledge the fact that it's over. And so why aren't we, why, why aren't you just cashing in and, 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 you know, for lack of a better term, Cameron Grimes in this thing to the moon? Yeah. Um, like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Let's say you, Napper, any thoughts on that, on, on Orange Cassidy kind of stop and start momentum sort of thing? Uh, that That's always been kind of my issue with Orange Cassidy. It's like I, I never know when we're actually going to take that leap. And it seems like we're always just right there, right there, and he's going to turn a page or they're going to turn a page with him with booking because they don't always put it on him. But it, it's always seeming like we're right there, and then something comes along that's not him or out of his control, and he's sent right back to where he was. I uh, completely agree on that. Let's move it along. Uh, top flight defeated the Young Bucks. Look, um, was this my cup of tea match-wise? No. But, there's again, it's one of those things that no denying the stars of the Young Bucks are, especially for that tag division. Yeah. And to see them put over top flight, big-time move. Uh, big time move on their part. Uh, hats off to them for taking the Jericho route and uh, being unselfish, especially when you know you lost clean to uh, as a champion. Uh, you know it'd be one thing if you got the W under some 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 heinous, you know some 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 chicanery as they say. Uh, yeah. But they, they such they, a fun word chicanery. Uh, next next week is uh, chicanery and rumble thoughts. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I let's go for copyright infringement. Ready to rumble? It'll be fun. Like WCW could even sue nice. us. Yeah, c- come on, Bischoff. <laughs> you, like, actually, please come on the show. It'll be fun. Actually, you know Vince probably would because you know he's got all those lawsuits for supposedly going out of his power. That's fine. Them, so he's got to make it. Gonna make we'll the settle money out somehow. of court for uh, a 10-minute interview. That's uh, fine. Absolutely. <laughs> as long as I'm on this show, yes, we will. <laughs> Look, I'll never uh, say it again, Vince. Just come on the show for 10 yeah. minutes. 10 yeah, minutes. As, as long as I'm on this show, yes, and we see, will. see, I like to tell people 10 to 20 minutes because we're so entertaining that they're going to want to stay longer. Well, plus, it's, plus when, we're as, when you're as long-winded as three of us are, folks, your 10 to 20 is going to turn into 30 or 40, whether you mean it to or not. That's just the way it is. That's just the reality of it. Uh, that's what she says. Woo! Um, all right, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't think there's much what we can say. The the thing about these these wins, and 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 I can say this a lot with what Jericho does too, is how do you follow up? Because Jericho has put a lot of people over in AEW, but it it hasn't gotten the desired effect that it should. Because of some some hamstring kind of creatively from Tony's part, I think. I, you know, I don't know that. I'm well, not in the book it's, meetings. It's, but. it's partially Tony, but a lot of AEW is creative freedom. And if Jericho said it, if you don't come to Tony with something, it's on you. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things. And I'm not saying, oh, Tony cost the greatest. It's not, but I, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Yes, there's something missing in the booking. Yeah. But Jericho also said you're going to be more involved and have better things if you're bringing ideas to Tony. Well, I was I was reminded of uh, last night watching Raw. I was reminded of a lot of the good things AEW does right. Oh, you know, really, really. I, like, I mean, frankly, yes, these legend shows are cool as hell for me. 
But I like that in AEW, it's not a rare occurrence to see someone that is valued and respected. And, and they treat legends that are valued. Like, I mean, to see Sting on regular TV is cool as hell. Yeah. Like, you might not think it's necessary, and I respect that. But I like the fact that we don't have to, you know, if you are a fan of a certain legend like a Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair or fill in your legend here, we don't have to kind of wonder, when are we going to see them again? You know, you know that eventually it's coming down the pike. And that's really cool. And it's and it's something I really enjoy about AEW that, that I don't know it just seems like yeah, I don't know you actually value because all can aside those legends in WWE they're respected but they're not valued. What I mean by that is they're brought in for the ratings. Pop. Well, it's because so, Tony was a fan first. I think that's what it boils down to. So so I like that a lot. Uh, Ricky Starks pin Jake Hager. Uh, Ricky Starks is another guy that. Momentum, it's one of those shots and starts. He's kind of stuck right now. This is this is why when they change the stipulation to win the diamond ring, get a title shot, to anything goes, I thought it was stupid. Sure. Ricky Starks is feuding with Chris Jericho. Okay. Great. It's not going anywhere. And did you hear those promos, what, two weeks ago? Jesus Christ, even Chris Jericho was terrible. Even Chris Jericho. When Action Andretti came out on the ramp and... and re- that was a terrible segment. It was. It was terrible. It was terrible. But now, you've got Ricky Starks organically grown. Stuck. Because this isn't going to take you anywhere. You've said that... It's as much as I love Chris Jericho and that he's on our TV since he dropped the title. Beating Jericho doesn't mean as much for whatever reason. There's no plan afterwards or what have you. It just it doesn't give you the rub that you would think it would. It there's should, there's something sure missing in that chemistry or mixture be, because it's Chris Jericho. So now there's nothing wrong with feeding with Chris Jericho. Like, nothing wrong with it. If it if it sucks and doesn't turn out, oh, well, Jericho's had stinker feuds before. Ricky Starks has, too. What I'm saying is we don't, we feel like Ricky Starks, as fans, is stuck in limbo, right? If we wouldn't have, if we wouldn't have made that winner-take-all match for the diamond ring and the title, we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now because Daniel Bryan could still be trying for a title shot. Oh, Ricky Starks. Does what he does, and he has the ring. And he has, has the, the ring. He can do whatever he wants. Uh, what What are your thoughts on the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society right now? I personally think, I personally think it's it's time to break them up, yeah. and in this cycle of of uh, Jericho Four Horsemen tribute fans, and look, I'm not knocking like any, and it's not necessarily that they need to completely go away. I'm fine if I'm fine if Guevara and Jericho are a tag team for a while and go for the tag belts. There's a lack of direction mm-hmm. right now with Chris Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society. It, and, and again, it's weird. Two legends fit this bill in AEW, Sting and Darby Allin, same thing. It's it's great to have them. It's amazing to have them. But the lack of direction is like, it's just kind of befuddling. Especially for Jericho, who can work any kind of match you want. Sting makes a little sense because he's limited in what he can do. And so you do have to kind of play a lot of pl- plug and play and what might work for Sting or not. I th- but Chris Jericho is is defying Father Time in a way that only Tom Brady has been able to do. I agree that it should probably end. It probably won't till. I'm hoping they oh. start it now. I, I do too, but I don't start think it now and do it to. Start it now and do the revolution. He's trying. I know what he's doing. He's trying to limit his bu- bump card. 
That's why he's in these groups all the time. That's why he was able to have all those matches in Ring of Honor, for the Ring of Honor title when he was the champion because he spent all these time in these groups. He's not doing the bulk of the work. They're having all these tag matches minus the blood and guts because yeah. everybody's got to work. Not that you don't if you're injured or older and they're trying to preserve your body because they should, but there's more work involved when you got to carry the match. So I think that's why, I mean, that's why Sting is tagging with Darby when he, yeah. he doesn't wrestle singles matches because why? Why put yourself at more risk? You're getting older. So I think he's trying to reduce his bump card and make sure he's healthy for that final run. Sure, but why couldn't you, and I, I agree with you, but why couldn't he just break up the... JAS, and then go off with Sammy or something, and you could do the same thing but have a new direction. I think he should go off with someone else completely, and I don't even know who. Well, uh, look, I just like the term lay sexy on Drew. Honestly, um, you just bring Lance Storm back, but he's done. Look, I don't need any more thrill seeking. Uh, That'd be fantastic. That's, 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 um, Come on. God, I'm glad you and I don't book shows. It's so um, great. Look, I mean, look, he doesn't have to talk. Chris is there. Give it time. You have all kinds of crisp, athletic missile drop kicks and single leg crabs, the finest in the business, mind you. The, first of all, the only person, the only thing in the world that would benefit from a throw seekers regime is Impact Wrestling. That's it. That's literally it. That whole company would because that's where Lance Storm works, is Impact Wrestling. But He works with Chris. You remember the Un-Americans? They were the hottest heels in the business. Uh, Oh, for the love of Mike. Um, all right. So, any thoughts on... Don't, uh, Mostly that, because WWE is the only company, but still. Right. <laughs> it, well, it was still true. Well, those NWA TNA pay-per-views were hot. <laughs> uh, those weekly pay-per-views back in the day. Uh, all right. So, Napper, do you think it's time to break up the Jericho yeah. Appreciation Society? I do. And yes, I do. It's time to take the tag titles off the acclaimed. Uh, I want I want justice for yes. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. That should be your new tag champ. <laughs> Let's call heat, baby. It's called heat. Man, Jarrett's good at that, man. He's great at that. He proved so it. So good at it. Uh, he, he proved it, absolutely. Uh, let's uh, So let's make that happen. I think it is almost time to take them titles off, though. Your ba- the baby faces aren't supposed to have long title reigns. We're getting to the end. The heels have the long title reigns because they I, cheat. I thought it was coming to Battle of the Belts when they rebooked it. I mm. was, I, you know, and I thought it'll give Battle of the Belts a, kind of a nice headline. I thought it was coming. Uh, so I watched it live like a dupe because I wanted <laughs> to see like it. Like a dupe. Uh, because I wanted to see it. There I was at midnight watching wrestling. Hey, uh, me too. Hey, man needs to mend some fences. Uh, well, I watched a lot later than that thanks to you who knew the Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, man, he's a mental menses. Is this building towards the reunion with the elite or no? What do you think? What, what fences other than that does he need to mend? He used to be friends with Adam Cole. Maybe, he, maybe he's mending all the fences, and he's not going to rejoin anybody, but he wants to make sure that everybody doesn't hate him in the back because it seems like... A lot of people dislike Hangman Page right. in storyline. It seems like a lot of people are angry with the Hangman. It seems he's a little empty-headed. Ha! I see what you did there. A little empty-headed. <laughs> we'll talk about that man, uh, not the empty-headed one. We'll, we'll talk about him during running. I hear he's a very intelligent young man with a college degree, sir. I was hearing. Yeah, it was. Yeah. was. See? 
That's just mean. So, so man. Well, that, that's, that tends to be how Joe rolls. That's true. Um, all right. Uh, so I do. I think it's kind of a, a – maybe it's just Adam Cole, but I think maybe because the Elite of Babyface is right there. <laughs> he's a babyface. Yeah. I'm not saying they'd be officially together, but just like, hey, we're cool. And if I think you know, I think that's what he's yeah, in a man, and, yeah. and Adam Cole is a baby face now too, yeah. for all intents and purposes, yeah. which is what they should have done in the first place because yeah. he's over as shit. Of course, Adam Cole is a tough spot because like they make it sound like he's really close to being cleared, but not quite mm-hmm. cleared. So it's I, I don't know. Dude, that promo was kind of scary. Yeah. Like when you sit back and think about all of the things that he said that he went through, you're like, damn, bro. Damn. Uh, it's absolutely it's it's tough to to um you know I hope similar to, to Sting and others and others, but with concussions especially, I hope Adam Cole and Brian Danielson know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, me too. Because it because because it could mean the last ten to fifteen years of your life are hell on either you and you realize it or you don't realize it and it's hell on your family. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's one of those things that yeah, it is scary. I mean same thing with like Tua. We had three in such a short time. Is it a good idea to keep playing? Do I want him to play? Sure, he's our best chance to win. But is it a good idea? But uh, but again, that's where the athlete is kind of because I think he's going to keep playing. Oh yeah, of course he is for as long as he. Yeah, he will. But I'm not going to be like, damn it, Tua, you better play. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that guy. I'm not naive enough to think that he's not going to be out there in training camp. However, it's probably not smart. But you're talking to a guy who hasn't been in the ring for quite some time, and if Jimmy walked up to me and said. I need a guy to get beat up for five minutes. I'd be like, okay. I just brought my gear for this occasion. Uh, Brian Danielson defeated Bandito. Pretty good match. Obviously, Brian Danielson's building towards uh, he's going to face MJF at Revolution. It feels like. Iron Man match is going to be sweet. Um, uh, MJF cut a promo, unmasking the monster he really is. Uh, Like, I thought this was one of the few times I thought an MJF promo fell fell short. They've been feeling kind of weird ever since he brought up. The monster thing. I don't. I don't get it. It doesn't fit, bro. Like, come like, on. There is no like. What is there? Some dark side to you? Like, yeah. Like, like, who are you, Bray? Like, like you're already flipping <laughs> off. You already flip off children at sight. How much darker <laughs> can we get? Um. So yeah, I. I just the the promo is fine, but it, the, the the content. Yeah. Makes, yeah. He still delivers yeah, with the same yeah, conviction the, and the content, everything else. The content makes no no sense. Uh, like. In the 80s, I could say the same thing about Ultimate Warrior. The promo is fine, because in the 80s it was. The content don't make a mm-hmm. lick of sense. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I feel right now with MJF. It's like, I don't, and I, I kind of blame MJF because, again, that creative freedom that I'm sure he has. Like, you're taking, not taking away, but you're diminishing the best thing about you right now. And that's, you tell these promos that are, that are uh, you know, kind of, a lot of truth, a little kayfabe, and 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 so it doesn't have that magic at the moment. And so yeah, it's kind of like I'm at this moment. Do I think it's going to happen? No, but I'm like I'm rooting for Brian Danielson, and I shouldn't be, not from a not from a traditional cheer standpoint. Like we don't do. I'm talking about I'm ready for MJF's reign to be over if this is the route we're going, and I shouldn't feel that way. Did you have you seen this promo napper? This unmasking the monster he really is garbage. Uh, yep. What do you think of it? Because I think it's just really odd and makes no sense. I, I didn't really yeah, it doesn't get it either. Fit his character. I, I, I thought it was kind of cool at first, but the whole like monster behind the mask, I was like, mm. 
I would have probably thought it meshed more if he mentioned something about being the devil again. Like that that may that almost seems to fit a little bit better than saying he's a monster or anything. To say you're the devil or something like that. Okay, okay, we get it. You're you're an asshole, so that fits. Uh but to say he's a monster and there's a monster behind his mask and it's like Yeah, it just you know, we'll see where it goes. Maybe there's a great payoff. They're like, Oh my god, that made so much sense. But but oh my I god. right now I'm not feeling it. Uh Tony Storm pinned uh Willow Nightingale and then Storm and Paige turned heel afterwards. Great, fine. Eh. Didn't care. Like, oh well. Uh, I didn't either. I, you know, it was okay. Any thoughts? I mean, I'm invested in what they're doing. I see what they're doing. It's like they're doing a WWE versus AEW kind of a thing. Like, new guard versus old guard. Like, we, like, obviously, Britt's going to be involved, and you know, we built this company, and you come in here and try to take over. So, I think that's, and, and that's fine, because you know what? That's fucking direction. That's a story. Yeah, at least Hell yeah, bring it on. If it's great. Yes, if it's not so great, at least they're involved in something that seems serious. And you and, and I look at it that way because it was a very abrupt turn. Like you could kind of see it turning. I thought it'd be a slow burn. It happens. Yeah, you could see it two weeks ago. Sheeta, yeah. You could see the wheels turning. Like, nah, this ain't. They've been dogging on Sheeta and all this stuff. But for it to happen so abruptly, at first, it's like what. Why'd they do it so fast? But now it's like, oh, because they, if if you look at it kayfabe, they're so determined to prove that they're better than these raggedy indie wrestlers, for lack of a better term, is probably, they should probably say that. But yeah, I do. I, I We'll see what happens. But, but I, unlike you, I'm, I'm not there yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll wait and see how it turns out. Darby Allen defeated Kushida to retain his TNT championship. Thought this was a banger Man. match. Kushida can go, uh, Darby can go. Um, it's just, again, um, Darby Allen has an albatross named Sting with him, and so it's odd to where we can take them and go. And I'm not knocking Sting. Like, I mean, uh, Sting's such an icon, and like I'm so thankful he's still around, but it's also, again, it's that this, that's the direction. Where are we going? How, it, that's, what, that's all I'm saying. I mean, at this point, I mean, Sting's outlasted The Undertaker, for Pete's sake. Give hats Ooh, off. God. Give hats off to Sting here. Well, here's my thing, though. Like, I'm, dude, Darby Allen, I love you. I love you, but Jesus Christ, bud. Did you really? Did you really have to do the coffin drop from the top turnbuckle to the floor knowing he was going to move? Yeah, like, come on, bro. Like, I love the, the dedication. Top notch, buddy. Top notch. I'm not going to tell you to not do it. But did you really have to? Because that would hurt me. When he hit that mat, I, 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 I said, ow. And I grabbed my back real quick because I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it, was like, it was like that first time I saw Johnny Gargano powerbomb Tommaso Ciampa on the concrete. I was like, dear Lord, why? Great visual, but why? What are you doing? But, but yeah, I, I so, get it. So Darby Allen continues to prove that he's gen- this generation's Jeff Hardy. Sting continues to prove why he's going to wind up being a bigger icon than The Undertaker. It's great. It's just great, great times. Great uh, times. It's just great, great times. Um, so, did you realize I just took a shot at The Undertaker? You did. I wasn't going to say anything. Rare. Wow. Rare. It's rare. 
Uh, all right, now let's do some run. Right yeah. now. There he is. Uh, Too bad he's not in studio and we had popcorn. Hey, boom, there you go. Even with my um, bad shot percentage, I could have got them all in there. It's all right. Shaq was still an NBA player. Uh, uh, the great Muda Sting and Darby Allen won a great Muda's last match. Yeah. There's a caveat to that. It's great Muda's last match. Yeah. Kenji Mota will wrestle again next month in his last match. Yeah. Even though they're the same damn guy. But it's not. It's the great Muda. Uh, so That's the character that he plays. So I st- so I stayed up and I watched this bad boy. Really cool moments of Steve Sting back in Japan, and the love that the the, the, the Japanese people have for Muda was so evident. And uh, good for Darby to be on that stage, even though he was by far the youngest guy on the other side of that ring. Yeah. Uh, now Sting made a controversial comment in the build to the match that he said that that the great Muda uh, was you know he he was the biggest. Japanese started transcending for America, and that got some heat that he saw a little bit of heat, a little bit. And and I and I got to tell you, and 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 he and by the way, full context, he said, "Don't get him wrong. There's been others, but no one quite like Muda." And he's right. Mm-hmm. Gr- the Great Muda is the biggest Japanese star in history in terms of being able to translate over to American success. We forget just how big he was in the NWA and WCW. Yeah. Like he absolutely is right. Yes, there's other like I know people modern days on Oscar. Like Oscar can't lace great mood as boots. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? In terms of relevance, are you kidding? She hasn't even been around long enough for it to be a conversation. Like Like, she's been wrestling forever, but she has not been over here long enough to include her in that conversation. hard it is to become an icon in a different country and by doing the same thing it's yeah. not like when hogan went to japan and had to work yeah. different greg muta worked the same everywhere people be like man people be like oscar you know like are you kidding me like no disrespect to oscar but holy crap i mean then unfortunately shinsuke hasn't been booked properly enough to, to make it happen so the great mood is because he could have, he totally could have, and 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 in another company because in NXT he kind of did for a while. In, he translated in, very well. In, in another company he still could. In That's another, fair. In another company he still could. Uh, so uh, by the way, speaking of Sting, he's made a lot of headlines since we took over. He came mm-hmm. in at retirement in 2023. Do you buy it, Mister Napper? Is this Sting's last year as a professional wrestler in terms of being an active wrestler? I think so. I buy it till he comes back. That's going to be the new running line. I believe it until I, he comes back. I don't buy it a bit, and I'll tell you why. Do I believe he believes it? Yes, I absolutely do. But year after year, when he was 49, he was coming. Like I just saw Jeff Jarrett talk about this on his podcast. Sting agreed to one more year at 49 with TNA. He is going to be 64 in March. <laughs> like, I believe he, for years he hinted at it with TNA. They even had the Bound for Glory 2009, AJ Styles versus Sting. The whole build was he's going to pass the torch. The damn poster said the final curtain and had Sting standing there. I talked to my father. I was a freshman in high school. I talked him into buying the pay-per-view. For 40 bucks, it was going to be Sting's last match. 
And then you know what he said? He said after the match where he got beat, he said, this is not some sort of kayfabe answer. I don't know if I'll be back, which meant you will be back. So Sting for years has said, this is it for me. He wed the TNA rumors during his entire mm-hmm. run that that was it. He even said he was retired at the WWE Hall of Fame. Well, the lie detector said and that was at least true at that point. So it was yeah, it was true when he said it. So so like yeah, he was broken. Do I think he believes it? Sure I do, but he is he, Sting, not the Undertaker, not anybody else. Sting is Brett Favre. He might believe it when he says it, but to actually go through with it and stay that way, it's damn daggum tough. Sting should hang on till 2025, mark 40 years from then go. Let Dustin Rhodes have his moment, for God's sake. He's getting overshadowed <laughs> by everybody. Everybody. Like, like, Sting, hang on another year or two, damn it. What do you do anyway? Like, we got to keep proving you're better than The Undertaker. It's fine. Um, so, uh, that's 2-0. That's All right, The Rock reportedly turned down a WrestleMania match because he said he didn't have the time to get in the shape that it would take. Oh, Dwayne. Oh, Dwayne. Thoughts on this, Mr. Napper? I know you're a member of the Dwayne fan club. I think he's full of crap. There's no way he couldn't get in shape. Why? Why? Huh? Because the man works out in a gym 24-7. That's a different kind of shape, buddy. I know it is, but you're telling me that he hasn't made enough money. He can't afford to have a ring in his backyard that for the next three months, he can't get into good shape, good enough shape to pull off a match. It's not have like you seen the size of that old. man's pool. Where are you going to put a ring back there? In the pool. You can't put it in the pool. You can't on put it top on top of the, of the pool. pool. That's not safe. Huh? I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here, <laughs> sir. Let me have this. The reality is, it's. it's... Look, you want to know what the reality is? You hate to prove me right, don't you? He's uh, no, no. Actually, I think I'm about. I I think I'm about to. He's upset about the turn up of Black Adam, so he doesn't want to be involved. Uh, Well, probably. I mean, uh, look, cry over it uh, in a ring. I mean, that would be ideal. All right, next. But he doesn't want to be. Apparently not. Look, because because The Rock, I believe The Rock does love the WWE, but he loves the WWE in a past sense. He doesn't want to do anything with it right now, or that would be until until he's not a Hollywood draw, and then he'll come back for one more run. Honestly, unpopular opinion, or maybe it's the popular one. He's not now. Maybe it was the ex-wife. Maybe. Because the ex-wife is like his PR yeah. and business partner yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. Maybe she's like. Nah, that doesn't make sense, Dwayne. No, go do this instead. I think someday we do get a final Rock true run, like a year. But I think it'll be when he's no longer a Hollywood leading man. Probably. Because then the... the... I was going to say, unpopular opinion, he's not now. I had one bomb in the past two years. He's fine. It's the same thing. He all he does is I agree with people. All he does in movies is play the I, rock. Like, I in agree movies. with you. He's not a great actor, but in terms of a draw, Black Adam is the first bust mm-hmm. like almost ever. And so until then, he's been almost undoubtedly the top face but, in Hollywood. But you know what? I'm okay if he's the rock in all those movies. Cause you know why? 
I don't watch The Rock's movies for like Shakespearean type acting, and The Rock makes me laugh. I just don't watch The Rock, Rock's movies. Uh, I watch some of them. Some watched, of them are good. I've watched a fair amount. Like, Scorpion King was terrible. Like he's he's he and Kevin Hart are humorous together. I'm yeah, not, those that movie's the best. Yes. Um, yes. Talks of a buyout between CM Punk and Tony Khan have reportedly died down. Punks can't believe Tony Khan has him on ice because they're not taking any ideas for creative. Uh, but but Meltzer seems to believe that we're getting closer to the potential of a CM Punk return down the line because the reality is is you're not and Meltzer noted this in his Observer you're not going to have a whole lot of creative pitches right now because Punk is still two three four months away from being anywhere near ready to get in the ring or do anything so um, do you think it's becoming apparent we're going to and I think we for better or worse we can thank Dax Harwood for this. I think, I think he so started the conversation with his comments on the podcast because he's a good friend to yes, me. He is. To everybody that likes CM Punk, he's a good friend. Uh, I love you, Dax. Let me kiss that stash. Um, uh, do you think we're building closer to a potential CM Punk, AEW, or Ring of Honor return? I think we are. I think that at this point, cooler heads have prevailed. Everybody's back at work other than CM Punk, who, if this doesn't happen on Labor Day weekend, wouldn't be wrestling right now anyway because he's hurt. I think you give it a chance. It's been almost six months. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I think if if everyone's willing to work professionally, it's a damn good angle. It is. But there can't be any bitterness or angerness on the two sides or it's not going to work. Absolutely. Because they are going to have to go for the throat if they do this. Absolutely. They're going to have to go full board MJF style or Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels style when they were mad at each other, which was most of their careers. Yes. Um, Till like now. Th- like they'll have to like go like full board. If and when CM Punk comes back, this is going to be better TV than WWE could ever dream of producing them. Period. I don't care who's well, running. Yeah, it's probably not wrong. Uh, I don't care who's who's running. Uh, how about you, Napper? Are you starting to get on the on the CM Punk's going to come back bandwagon? All right. No. Well, I think you're going to be surely disappointed. Sir. I hope so. I think there's money to be made. I already am. You're going to be surely disappointed. I think there's a lot of evidence to suggest he's on his way. But uh, but you do. You I'm already disappointed. Our locker room on board too. Uh, yeah, I think he needs to do a do a do a. That's why I don't do, think do it happened. You know, uh, he only needs to apologize to people he wronged. He doesn't need to apologize to the whole locker room. Yeah, some of those people he helped. Because well, that yeah. and you know if he makes things right with the people he wronged, the locker room's going to hear about it. Unless he goes sorry for embarrassing the company at a you know pre or a post show. Scrum, like that's all he has to say to the rest of the locker room. And then he'd be like, "P.S. Screw you, cold man and mom." Uh, yeah, he probably would say that. Uh, <laughs> subpoenaed old Marcia. Uh, FTR on hiatus while they decide their future. Uh, FTR felt like they were almost WWE bound until Vince like strolled on his way back into the picture. Now they're not sure. Uh, they're on a hiatus. What do you think happens to FTR? Because again, now we have to factor in that Vince looms like a large shadow over that piece. In Stanford, and they went on hiatus. It felt like they were going to go back. <coughs> to That's what it felt like to me. I thought they were going to go back to WWE. It felt like uh, it because uh, Triple H, they knew yeah, for sure that yeah. Triple H. Oh wait, 
His friend Triple H. What's his name? His friend Triple H. But they're friends. Come on, man. They are. Go ahead. I got distracted by the button. Uh. How, how about you, Mr. Gabbert? What do you think the future holds for FTR? It felt like they were going to go back to the league, and now that Vince is back and heavily involved, they feel they they Dak said that that does make them reconsider. What are your thoughts? I think they still go back. I think that they I think they're very very close, if not already thinking about maybe it's getting close to the end of the line for both of them. I think they want to go back and not right some wrongs, but maybe clean up the image of their last time in WWE and maybe take care of some of those dream matches that either we had and maybe fell short, didn't get and could get in 2023. We'll see what what happens. Um, I personally hope they don't go back to WWE. I hope they... You know, I think New Japan, they, they're treated like such a big deal there. Like, Wrestle Kingdom proved that. Yeah. Like, it had such a big-time feel. Um, do I think they're going back to WWE? I don't, like, I before Vince got back heavily involved, I thought for sure. But now, again, because, I mean, it's, you know, we, none of us know what it would take for Vince to go back into the chair. I think it would be much easier than people think. It would just be trying to avoid the uproar that would come with it. Not from a legality standpoint, but from a morale uh, so yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, and then lastly, I didn't put it on the rundown, but I feel like we got to touch on it. Uh, Stone Cold reportedly offered a big money match to face uh, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. If if the report about the Rock is true, do you want to see Stone Cold versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? Napper, I'll start with you. Uh, no. Because what's the story? There, I don't. I can't even begin to comprehend what the story would be going into it. And not that I wouldn't love to see Stone Cold, but at least let it have a purpose. Ooh, ooh. And if most, (laughs) he's not going to win the championships. Ooh, ooh. ooh. God willing. Stone Cold Steve Austin shows up on SmackDown, cuts a promo. Roman Reigns comes out. He feels offended because he's the head of the table. Nobody told him that Stone Cold Steve Austin was coming to his show. The head of the table must be informed. And then he gets dropped with a stunner and beer dumped on him. There's your WrestleMania match, well, sir. You're welcome. Well, I think that's, yeah, that, that that's a way to do it. <laughs> I still hate but it. I think, but here's, a, here's another way, in my view. I think with the head of the table thing, yes, it's been mostly of the Samoan generation notable. I get it. But there's been several times where the head of the table has also meant, I run the WWE, I'm the biggest star this company's ever produced, nobody can touch me, right? Yeah. So Stone Cold Steve Austin can take uh, offense to the fact of you think that you're the biggest star this company's ever produced. You think you run this company? You, you know, it would just it, so yeah. I think there's a story there. Do I want to see it? No, not really, because I don't think Stone Cold could live up to that type of match at this stage. Um, I would be, you know, because the two matches that have been pitched to Stone Cold reportedly are Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. I don't want to see either one of them because I don't think it's. I don't think. Number one, Brock isn't safe this week because uh, because Brock Lesnar could. Ro- the Roman match would be better only because Roman takes a like, slower because- approach, and especially some of the matches he did with like Jay and Jimmy sure. and stuff like that. 
Like it was very calculated and like they worked through the match slowly. That's the only advantage to him if working. If you want to book Robert. Stone Cold in a WrestleMania match right now, then let's let's mark off a dream match we've never seen that we wanted to see or, or thought about. John Cena versus Stone Cold. Not that tough to tell. Let's be real about it. Not really. Two faces and pillars of this company, and and when you tell that story, it wouldn't be that damn difficult. That's just my view. All right, we got to get out of here. So before what about Austin Theory though? Like I know it's like be out of the left field and he's got the U.S. title stuff, but I think he would be that type of person would be ideal for Austin, yeah, a, I, a workhorse like Kevin Owens was last year. He, I, well, yeah, I, he got hurt, but AJ yeah, Styles. Oh, yeah, that, would, that would be that great. Would, I know. Um, you know, just some. I'm gonna make a list of how many times AJ Styles has had a face of the company match with somebody because. Yeah. He was faces <laughs> Impact slash TNA for so long. Yeah. I mean, when I think Impact Wrestling, I still... The Texas Rattlesnake versus... The Phenomenal Where's one. AJ from? Just Yeah. The Georgia isn't he from Georgia? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. AJ Styles could carry uh, an even better match. Now. Yeah, yeah, he could. Especially because now Steve's had a year to prepare and knock the rest off a little bit. All right, before we get out of here, we got to make some Royal Rumble predictions. That's right. It's time to get on the road again. The Royal Rumble. Can't believe it. My goodness. All right, give me that first match, brother. Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship. I'm going to take Belair. How about you, McCarthy? I'm taking Belair. How about you, Mr. Napper? Bliss. So there we got a first different one. All right. You and I can get out to a one-point lead. All right, well, let's see what happens. Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight in the Mountain Dew. First of its kind, pitch black match. I swear to all that's holy, if it's cinematic, I'm going to kick my big toe <laughs> off a door. <laughs> uh, I'm going to break a big toe. I'm going to hammer my big toe. Um, and then you're going to hunt somebody down if you cook it in a stew? This got weird. You're uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, bro. <coughs> the toe. Look, we just spent a whole thirty minutes um, saying let's not support Dom or there's gonna. <laughs> I didn't say let's not support yeah. Dom. Well, actually, okay, we did kind of say yeah, that, yeah, but we okay. didn't say it directly, but it was heavily <laughs> implied. All right. Uh, I, I just said how are you going to complain about a homophobic remark the views and, of... and have Dahmer on television? <laughs> I don't understand. Or Game of Thrones. Does everybody have Bray Wyatt here? I have Bray Wyatt. Yes. Uh, even though, damn it, LA Knight should win. He should. It'd be not fantastic. For not for a story's sake, but like because he's just he he's just shown himself to be so damn good in this spot. So hopefully this is the start of bigger and better things for him. All right, give me the next one. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens for the undisputed championship. Do we all have Roman here? I got Roman. I have Roman as well. How about you, Napper? I don't. I have Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Upset City at the The big time ones right here, buddy. I don't know. (laughs) Are you okay? I don't know. If if, if we get it right, like, it's got to, if we get it right, especially the women, it's got to be like five extra points or something. It's hard to call. I think the Rumble shall be worth three points. Three points, if you get them right. But that also means no points for top last four. 
Three points for the winner or nothing else. All right. I like it. All right. All right. Give me your women's rollover winner. I'm going to start with Napper. Uh, for which one, men or women? Uh, Rhea Ripley. Putting his three points on. Who you got, Mr. I mean, I typed Ripley in like five minutes ago, so shit, Ripley. Yeah, I've, I've got I've got Ripley as well, believe it or not. This one's Are you serious? This is egregious. I don't know who else could possibly <laughs> I don't do either. It. That's why I was stuck, and it took me three hours to pick. Uh, the, and now, lastly, the men's Royal Rumble match. Uh, I'll get us started here. I think Cody Rhodes is winning. I think it's pretty obvious. I, I just think it's going to be Cody. I, I, Go ahead, Travis. Um, see, that's the easy route to go. Screw it, I'll do it, Cody. I'm going, Sammy, Sammy motherfucking Zane, because he's got the best story going right now. That's that's the only other one I can think of. That's one of the easiest two. Yeah. Could be theory. It not, could be theory, but I doubt it. He just needs to wait a little bit longer because that money in the bank thing did not work out for him. Some crappy booking by... Uh... Well, you're not wrong, but See, I mean, if, that's the will the Rumble. booking be any better if he wins the Royal Rumble? I, that's less decisions. You, yes, because you, you have, have a title shot. day. That I they can't get out of. Time and place that you have to exercise your Royal Rumble match winning trophy or something. You could have easily gone with Royal Rumble match winning I could have, but I didn't. But I went the other direction. But as you know, I have no faith in the current booking of WWE. So I don't know. I just think Sammy's more... Cody's a great story. Sammy's more natural. They're dying to cheer for Sammy Zayn. Dying for it. Dying for it. Just like they were dying to cheer for Daniel Bryan. We'll see what happens. I hope I'm right because Sammy Zayn deserves it. Like at the end of the day, if I don't get three points, I don't care. But Sammy Zayn fucking deserves it. Not that Cody doesn't. It'll be Randy Randy's Orton. Broken. Randy Orton will do it. So am I, but I'd still get in a Royal Rumble match. Three points is just three points. I mean, I guess it would be a little bit harder to throw you and your chair over the top ropes. But it's the first it's it's the first (laughs) pay-per-view of the year, so we have plenty of time to make up said three points. That's true. So, I mean, so we really shouldn't factor in points here yet. We We might, but the Royal Rumble's an important one. I mean, how many multiple point matches are we going to have? I can't think of that many. I feel like... Like uh, there'll be some certain big ones that come through. Maybe, but, it, but yeah. Elimination chamber. That's only six people. Why does that deserve extra points? I don't know. Maybe. Like blood and guts. That's only like twelve. Why? Would, I mean, but it's two teams you're choosing from. Like that's not hard. I don't know. A blood and a, a blood and guts type of match feels like a two pointer at least. Maybe two, but no more than two. So you think this is the only three pointer in our in our? Uh, but I mean, you got to factor you got to factor in the difficulty when you add points. The Royal Rumble, it's there's technically the thirty people. Are they going to have a twelve man money? Okay, that's fair. Two points for Money in the Bank. All right, all right. Warm me down. Uh, it's been lovely negotiating points with you. <laughs> it's been lovely to hear the dulcet tones and average voice. But we got to get the blue hell out of here, and. Uh, 
Go watch another week worth of wrestling. Any final words, Mr. Knapp? Oh, me too. I'm hungry. Same Z's, bro. Same Z's. How about you, McCarthy? Final words. Yeah, me too. I'm hungry. See everybody next week in at McCarthy Manor. At least the two of us will be at McCarthy Manor. We're not sure about Wheels over here and his work schedule. But fingers crossed he can join us in McCarthy Manor for another fine edition of the Turnbuckle. Absolutely. The wheel. I, I enjoyed myself here in the Hot Wheels Hotel. Uh, absolutely. The, the, the wheels on the chair go round and round, round and round, round and round. I bet they do when Lauren's around. Oh, my goodness. And with that, we got to I hope that. she heard that. With, with that, we got to get out Tried to embarrass him, and it worked. With that, we got to get out of here because uh, I, I, I probably got Travis in trouble. I, hear, I think I hear Lauren strolling in now. Have fun, buddy. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. We'll see you next week in the ring. Ding, ding. Ding, ding.